Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. It is a Friday, which means a conversation with someone we like and someone we know. I say that in air quotes uh, because four hours are not enough on the overnight show during the week. And we do this now eight days a week, eight days a week. And he joined for better or worse. I guess this week we would say for worse after that performance the other night. We'll get to that in the Saturday podcast where David Gascon sabotaged the show. One night of torture as a producer sitting in for the Koopaloop. But he is over there, Gascon. You've, you, somehow you made it back to the podcast. Battered and bruised, but uh, happy to be here as always. A nice warm welcome from you as... Uh we get yeah. into a Friday edition. So, yeah, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it after the Well, uh, the militia thought you did a great job. I put up there on my Twitter feed uh, to grade the performance of Gascon producing the show, and they really voted some good things for you. So you got that going. What kind of an asshole <laughs> takes shots at his producer? Like, what kind of an asshole are you? Well, I was just pointing out, you know, tough love. Tough love makes you better. But it's not about you, Gascon, because right now, one of our call. I have worked with this guy at two different places over the years, at least two, probably more than that. The man, he's lived the life of like a military brat. He started out in Southern California, to my knowledge. He's lived everywhere, literally everywhere from coast to coast in the United States and on radio. Have a microphone, have headphones, will work. The man known as the stinking genius, the star of FSR on the weekends, the great Arnie Spanier is hanging out. Oh, Laker fans, what's going on, big boy? (laughs) Arnie, Arnie, oh my God. I think we should start with that, Arnie, because when when I first met you, you came in, you had worked in Chicago, if I remember correctly, right? I think you were in Chicago. I don't remember, I don't remember. You were worked all over the place but you you were hired as the big afternoon guy at the sports station in LA that we were I was working at at the time and I remember I think it was Mike Thompson was the program director if I remember correctly and Mike he sang the praises of you Arnie and oh my god and you came in there with guns a blazing that was back in the Shaq Kobe period of time uh, but, uh, but, what what time that was and the funny part is when I was up in Chicago and I got the job offer. My company wouldn't let me leave because I was under contract for another year. So I'm like, well, you're not going to keep me here for a year. And they're like, yeah, you, you can't leave. I go, wait a minute. You're not going to give me a new contract. You're not going to let me go. 
Um, you're, you're not going to give me anything. You're not going to give me more money. And they just stared at me. I go, I am not leaving this office until you give me something. And I was so furious uh, at the owner that I reached over and grabbed a dozen golf balls. I go, I'm taking these golf balls, and I'm leaving. And I just walked out of the office. And I could hear him laughing as I walked out. <laughs> it's hard to believe, Arnie, that a radio company would not treat its employees well. That does not happen <laughs> in radio, right, Arnie? I mean, we, we're well paid. We make a lot of money. We live a great life. Yes? <laughs> it's shocking. It, it's shocking they just wouldn't say, yeah, go ahead. Do what you want. It's and go move to Los Angeles. And, and by the way, when I got to L.A., you guys, like, I mean, you guys treated me like I had leprosy, the contagious leprosy, not the non-contagious one in Papillon, the one that's contagious. Because I'm like, who is this guy? I can't believe they're giving him afternoon drive. What's wrong with people around here? I can't believe this. Uh, it, was, it was insane. Well, Arnie, I got to tell you, you know how to make an entrance because, you know, who knows if this is accurate or not. But from what I remember, you came in and you took shot. It's like going to the church and taking shots at a priest. You were you were taking shots at Kobe and Shaq like right away. Like right, you didn't waste any time. The most. And I love that about you, Arnie, because I'm right there with you, man. I despise the Lakers. But you were throwing haymakers at the Lakers from day one. They're not going to win they're not gonna win and you were annoying the hell out of people it was a brilliant strategy by you on oh, come in there. The, but ben there was no strategy in this you know i i came there and and we really do no, so you just said whatever the hell you wanted back then there was no you know let me tell you you got to say this and you got to do that and you got to be this kind of person and it, it, was, it was just amazing because you know the, the lakers had not won in a long long time and that's, remember when we started that thing, if the Lakers win the championship, I said that year, I'll wash everybody's car in L.A. And how many times do you say something when the season begins, and then, you know, eight, nine months later in June, it actually turns out that the Lakers won the championship, and we're playing that stupid song, Car Wash, like every day, two, three times a day, for eight months. I mean, people, people didn't wash their cars for like a year just to go ahead and get it washed for free in case the Lakers won the championship. And if I remember correctly, that was like the best day of my life. The Lakers won the championship. We had to have the, we had like a, a, a cars lined up like three, four miles long, helicopters flying over. And it was you and Dave that were actually helping washing the cars and doing the show while I was just meeting and greeting people and saying hello. It was really great. Exactly. It was on Ventura Boulevard. And, you know, was, <laughs> I think it was, if I remember, it was the hand. I don't know if it's still there or not. I have not driven down. Yeah, that the big part. hand. Yeah. yeah, the giant oversized hand on Ventura Boulevard, which is a staple of L.A. in the San Fernando Valley. And, and, and yeah, so, you know, I was the ben, I was doing the Ben and Dave show at, at the yeah. time. And so, you know, we were not, you know, we were competing. We're not a competing show. We're on the same team, but you were the big afternoon star. And so, yeah, I remember we parked there, and the, the line of cars from the hand car wash, Arnie, as far as I could see down Ventura oh. Boulevard, which goes on forever, right? And as far as I could see, and then you're right. And, and, and you didn't wash any car. You sat there in a Hawaiian shirt smoking cigars, <laughs> and you were sitting in like a folding chair, if I remember correctly. And, uh. and, and, and we, I actually washed, I actually. You got my hands dirty. I did more car washing than you did that day. I and the police came up to me and they go, you know, we're gonna have to shut this down. It's causing too much of a, uh, you know, a, a traffic jam. And I said, don't you dare! You're not shutting nothing now. This is the best thing ever. And it, it was just great. And we had Laker players coming. I, you know, I want to tell you, 
when in that series, this was like the best thing I ever did. I got in so much trouble for this. Not not really in trouble, trouble, but believe me, if there if there was a baseball bat, somebody would have hit me over the head with it. Do you remember when we were doing when we first were doing remotes at Staples? Um, right next to Staples, there was that uh, big glass room that there was nothing in. I think now it's a, a Starbucks, right, Ben? Help me if I'm. If I'm thinking it was, right, they, you know what they, I mean? that was, yeah, when Staples opened, they didn't have anything. It was kind of empty. Right. And then and then across the street was a parking lot, which is now the L.A. Uh, complex, whatever they call right. it, L.A. Live right. or whatever right. it is. Yeah, so, yeah. Right next to Staples, right next to it. it, it we, I think it's a, a Starbucks now, but it was wide open glass, yeah. wide open. And we were doing the show. I was doing the show in there. Yeah. And I noticed, I don't know why this happened, but when I went to a commercial break, um, they would stop playing the commercials outside on the speaker. But when I was doing the show, you could hear the show, which is obvious, right? Yeah, but when yeah, I went yeah. to a commercial break, they would cut the commercials, but the mic was still hot. So I, oh, I no. The, oh, no. Yeah, I could talk to the people outside. So I thought I'd have a little fun. And, I, and, and we went to a commercial, and I get on the, I get on the, on the uh, mic, and I go, Welcome to Game 6, Portland and Los Angeles. Kobe Bryant out, broken leg, and, and people, people are looking at me like, is he, is, is, he, is he telling the truth? I go, he's gone, he won't play today, and all, all, I, all I know is after about, after about 30 seconds of saying this, um, our boss came in, Mike Thompson, yeah. and he said something like, can you please stop? But not in those words. Um, <laughs> different words, different tone. Um, and let me tell you something. Had, uh, had he could, if he could have grabbed me by the neck and thrown me out in traffic on the, four, <laughs> on the freeway, I, I would have been in traffic. The Lakers must have been so mad at me that they called my bosses um, who had to run down to the remote and tell me to... Uh, uh, please be quiet and, and stuff like that. But Ben, I mean, I I've never yeah. seen our boy. He was red faced a couple of times. He was yeah. he was like a boiling thing. I I wanted yeah. to take a pin and pop him. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna have a heart attack. You know. Oh, I love Mike. Our our old boss, Mike Thompson. I love the guy, but he was such a hothead at times. I remember we would do a bad segment on the Ben and Dave show, and he was listening in his office, and he would become he, he would come rumbling down the hall. And he would like bang his hands against the wall about how bad that segment of radio was and start screaming and shouting. But as far as that glass room, Arnie, all right, uh, I have some of my favorite memories in radio in that glass room. I don't know if you were uh, there that night or maybe not. They, remember the riots? They had a riot after they had gone. Yes. Were you in there yes. with us? Yeah. I was I was there. You know what's so funny? I was coming out of Staples after the Lakers won the championship. Yeah. They're riding outside. Um, we were supposed to do the post game from that room. Yeah, so all yeah. I had to do was go out from Staples. You might have been with me at that time. Yeah. And all we had to do was walk what, 100 steps, not even yeah. that much. Sure. Just go to the room. I come out. I see, of course, a, a couple of things getting burned, a couple of cop cars getting burned. And and um, as soon as I step out, I hear, there's Arnie Spanier. And I turn over to the policeman, and he goes, yeah, you're on your own. So um, I just said, I said, Ben, I said, Ben, why don't you go over and get ready for the remote? I'm going to stay here for a while until I can figure out how to get over there. You know? Oh, Arnie, let me tell you, that was the craziest night because, as you said, there were several cop cars that got burned. There was a Channel 2 news van that got burned. And we are broadcasting. All there is is a plate right. of glass in front of us, and the mob is outside. And I remember they started a fire on the street. 
street in, uh, right across from Staples Center there, right in front of us. There was a little street, uh, which is still there. And they were dancing. They were doing a, a chant, dancing around the fire in the street, as I remember. Uh, and then we remember who we sent out. I don't know if you came in there. You, I think you got in there eventually. But we sent out Vic the Brick because the mob loved Vic. Vic was like our oh. on-site reporter. They couldn't get enough of Vic. They were chanting his and name. And we love you, Vic. You got, and we got in trouble. But they're like, they're rioting and burning the cop cars. And, and of course, the boss comes in and goes, you can't say that. Don't say that. So I got on the mic and go, come on down. Family-filled atmosphere. Bring the kids. I want to say this. Speaking about our old boss, do you remember what he wanted me to do at that sports bar? Refresh my memory. I, I, he, there were so many crazy promotions we did with people being buried alive. And, That's and what he wanted me to do. He, he wanted oh me to one to be buried alive six feet under in, in some <laughs> concrete. And I looked at him and I said, dude, that's not happening. I will die down there. You're, you're not burying me in concrete. So Tom Looney did it. And it's funny because I think our boss passed out from drinking. So nobody was guarding the area where Looney was buried. And I remember we were talking to him. We go, Tom, the air is running out. What are we going to do? We can't get you out. The air is running out. And we had him in a full panic. I, looking back at it, that probably wasn't very funny, but I, I, it was funny at the time. Oh, no, that stuff was hilarious. We remember we put somebody on a, I don't know if you were here at the time, but we put somebody on a billboard because the Clippers had a long losing streak. We put a uh, Allie McKay, we put her on the billboard for like until they won, and that became a news story. One of Oh, wait, wait, I, wait, I want to yeah. tell you one more. The best the best job anybody ever had when we were doing L.A., and you know him, but you've never brought up his name. We had a guy that they hired. I don't even know who the hell he was. We called him Freeway Freddy, and all he had to do was take this brand-new Honda and drive around watching Dodger games wherever they traveled, and at the end of the summer, he got to keep the Honda. And he would never call it tonight's show. He was supposed to call it like every day, and he would never call it, and he kept the Honda. Do you remember that guy, Freddy? <laughs> Freddie? I, I don't I don't remember I remember we had uh, Chet was our uh, our promotions guy at the time one of our promotions guys and he was driving around the 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 promotions vehicle and we would goof no, on this we, was a Honda a Honda I don't remember that but you know oh, one of the geez. one of the, one of the interns Arnie at that station is now the head football coach of the Texas Longhorns can you yeah. believe that that is a nuts yeah. Tom Herman who's the coach of Texas was an intern at the station me and Arnie worked at back in the day I'm and, like get me once. Uh, get me lunch, Tim, whatever your name is. <laughs> now, how, yeah, how much do you think you get? I don't know how much he's getting paid. He must be getting paid like $5 million a year to coach at Texas, I would think, right? That's a big-time well, job. He, he got that job because he learned how to get me lunch, and it worked up into a coaching job. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I just remembered, Arnie, the, one of the other fun stories about that time when we were doing radio in L.A., you mentioned the freedom. We were doing, me and Dave were doing a midday show from that same glass room we sat there for the, for the, the riot after the Lakers won that championship. We were we were in there, and it was like a day after the the Clippers had played the Lakers, and the Clippers had scored like three points in a quarter or two points in a quarter. It was a ridiculous quarter, and it was so embarrassing. The team was terrible. You know, I'm a Clipper house guy, and I was then as well. And and so Dave had this idea: so we gotta, you know, I wanted the Clippers to move back to San Diego. So he had this brilliant idea. He says, "Let's put a petition together, and we'll have our intern go out in because our you know, business." people in downtown LA and we'll have them sign the petition and we'll do 
a bit out of it. So we send our intern out, okay? This is a great story, Arnie. So we send our intern out to get signatures from people who are on lunch because we're doing a right. show. And hand to God, all right, about an hour later, a steaming mad Andy Roser, who was Donald Sterling's right-hand man, comes running in. Our intern had asked Andy Roser to sign the petition to move the Clippers back to San Diego because they're an embarrassment. Oh, my God. He was so pissed. He was so angry, Arnie. He was spitting fire when he came in there. It was fire and brimstone. Oh, my God. It was a mess. By the way, I, I think uh, now's a chance to kind of bring this up now. I, I know people are listening for one story and one story only. Kind of awkward that you haven't brought it up. Well, I think we can talk about how you own the eastern part of Vermont, if you want. We no, can come on, Ben, stop it. People <laughs> want to know why you and I were in a hot tub with four topless women back in Indianapolis. <laughs> oh, there were up to four topless women? Now the number changes. But four or no. five, whatever it was, Ben, it was me, you, and A. Martinez. So um, yeah. the story changes all the time. Please. Yeah, we we had different people in there, but we were in Indianapolis on assignment, Arnie. We were big radio stars on assignment at the NBA Finals for the Pacers, and was that Reggie Miller's Pacers, right? I believe at the time, and, and they and we yeah. ran into Biff from the David Letterman show. That's right. That was the big thing because Letterman would send Biff out to do his goofy interviews, and that was a that was a big. Thing. We ran it. Wasn't that a, we ran him at a bar? Right. He was like he was kind of depressed and he was drinking a little bit, and uh, but that was a lot of fun. So we were staying at the, the hotel there, and uh, we somehow ended up. Uh, I don't know how. In a jacuzzi. Yes, in a jacuzzi. And as I remember the story, Arnie, there were a couple of beautiful ladies there, and uh, they were pretty attractive. And then they were kind of uncomfortable when we got in the hot tub. And then when you started talking, they immediately got out, as I recall. Wait, wait, first of all, they were only uncomfortable when you took your shirt off. I had my shirt off, and, and everything was good up till then. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen someone exit a hot tub quicker than that. As soon as uh, as soon as they got out of there, the, oh my God, Frankenstein and his son have gotten in into the into the hot tub. Oh, I, Arnie, I got I, I found some photos a few months ago. I should, I should I should take a picture. I have a photo of you. I think it's you, me, Tony, Bruno, and a bunch of the oh, other yeah, guys in, in, in Venice. Uh, no, this was actually, remember that, um, we were broadcasting from that bar in downtown Indianapolis. Remember it was like a, uh, Hollywood themed bar thing. If you Oh remember. yeah. 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 They had like, um, they, I forget what the name it was, but, uh, w- that's where we did the show from. So we Thanks. took a, we took a photo and I, I should send that out. It's hilarious. We look so, we look see. so different, Artie. The, 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 remember the, the weather guy in Indianapolis spent his Seven minutes of weather just ripping me. Yes, yes, the local TV, the local TV. <laughs> you know you've arrived, Arnie, when you are the top story on the local news, and they are bashing you and and just destroying you to smithereens, Arnie. Oh my God, that was hilarious. I forgot about that. That was so we, much. We, fun. It was it was a lot of good times out there. I tell you, but the, and we started off the show like this. Um, never in my life. Did I think of all the things I said on the air that the one thing that people would always bring back up to me is, oh, Laker fans. <laughs> I remember, I remember they brought me into the office. And I'm talking like some secret private office yeah. that's only for the big wigs and people that are about to get fired. And, mm-hmm. 
and they brought me into the office, and it was like every person, um, like every boss, one higher than the next. And 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 one guy says to me, "You're you're going to have to stop to say you're going to have to stop saying old Laker fans." And I, I said, "Excuse me." They go, "Stop saying it. It's offensive." And I said, "Just tell me which word's offensive, and I'll cut it out." Oh, Lakers are fans. And he goes, "You're going to cut it out now. That's what you're going to do." And I yeah. said, "Okay." I, I said, "I go. Let's everybody calm down. Um, if you brought me in to fire me, then just fire me. But I'm not stopping a Laker fan. It's, it's not even anything. It's not even offensive. What's wrong with everybody here? I don't know what's going on. So." Um, they kind of left me alone after that. But I, with me, it gets like 100 guys about this whole, oh, whole BS yeah. Laker fan. I'm like, really? Is that big of a deal? Unbelievable. Well, remember the boss, the, the big boss at that station, he remember he would, he would wear those purple suits and those bright colored suits and stuff. He's walking <laughs> around there, the, the power suits and all that back in, in oh, those days. Oh, Jesus. They, remember one boss we called Darth Vader. Oh, that's right. We had we had Darth Vader, and uh, you know I don't want to. I'm not going to name anybody, but I remember we were occasionally. I would do the morning show. We'd fill in on the morning show, and I remember the boss would come in every Monday after a very tough weekend, and he would spend like the first hour and a half kind of cleaning up in the bathroom, if you know what I mean. Like you're kind of uh, rubbing his face with some water and trying to wake up after a very tough weekend. Yeah, it was. You know, I, I did love our boss. I got it. One time he came in, and when I was doing afternoons, and he. Pulled out three hundred dollars cash and said, "I'll give you three hundred dollars if you don't take any more phone calls for the next hour." <laughs> oh yeah, he hated the. Yeah, he did oh. not like the calls. He's not a fan. Oh, I hated that stuff. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, what are some of the? I'm trying to think of some of the other crazy stories from back, back in those days. Uh, what? What? That if, was just you, Los Angeles. Too, yeah, I know you that know was I just mean? I've been around so many different places. It's great. I know. Unlike what? you, who just stayed in LA for your whole life. Well, I was in San Diego, but yeah, I'm in Southern California. But I did oh, do. Geez, I, there I, you I, go. Oh, Arnie, well, Arnie. Really get far away. I'm a beloved Boston icon, though. I spent two years filling in at WEI, Arnie, remotely. Come on, man. I was ahead of my time. Everyone's doing remote broadcast now. I was ahead of my time, Arnie, back in those days. Yeah, what was ago. that? They couldn't get anybody else other than Ben Dollar from LA. What was that about? <laughs> well, no, they actually wanted to hire me, and they wanted me to move back there. And I, my wife, of course, wouldn't allow me to to move back there. But they're like, "Hey, we'll have you know, at night." They, you know how radio stations are. They don't care. They'll put anybody. They'll put us on at night. They don't care about that. Are you, so, you kidding me? L.A. or Boston? Pick L.A. What's wrong with you? I know. I, Boston's a better sports town. I mean, I love it. I grew up in L.A. But, we, my my yeah. station up here in Vermont, we, we carry the Celtics, the Patriots, the Bruins. Um, you know, we, we carry all the teams out. Celtics, all of them. Oh, it was great. Already, I was when I was working at EEI, I would be on after the Red Sox. I would have to do Red Sox review after the Red Sox game. People would be leaving Fenway, calling up. But of course, nobody knew I was in LA. They all thought I was like, right. you know, they're asking me about the game. You know, and I was watching the game, but I wasn't there. I was thousands of miles away. But it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. So how, they, how did you? How did, to, wait. By the way, I I can't even understand their accents half the time. I'm like, dude, <laughs> and I know I have a New York accent, but Boston accents like one of the top three worst accents in. In the United States. Oh, I love it, man. They would find that all the teams win all the time in Boston, and they still bitch and moan. It's great. I love it. They, <laughs> they find things to, to complain about. They're just like I am. So how the hell did you end up in Vermont, Arnie? You've lived all over the country. Why did you settle on Vermont? Explain the secret. I must know, Arnie Spanier. Witness a relocation. No, um, we. I was in Dallas. I had enough at Dallas. I mean, I had a good time. I was doing nights. I was working for CBS. Actually, it's so funny because when I when I got hired by CBS, um, I was just supposed to go to Detroit, 
And and three days before I, I had my car packed and I was ready to roll three days before I was supposed to go, I got a call and they go, no, no, can't do Detroit. We're going to send you to Dallas. And, I, and I'm like, Dallas, Texas? I go, and I started to cry. I go, please don't. Don't do this to me. You know, I'm just, it's miserable. I, I can't do this. But um, I ended up, you know, going to Dallas, and I had enough of that for three years. It was fun. But I still got, you know, stood out like a sore thumb. I went to Buffalo where my wife was from because my son played hockey, and he went to a private school up there. And then um, we took the next step because he was getting really, really good. We put him in another program, and that happened to be at Burlington, Vermont. And we ended up staying here because we liked it. So um, my son plays now in college, and when he finishes there, hopefully he'll play somewhere in, you know, like in Slapshot, the Fed League or something like that. That's unbelievable, man. Your little son, who you named after a baseball stadium, is now yeah. in college. That is insane. That is nuts. A hockey That's... goalie, too, out of all positions, a hockey goalie. Wait a minute. The son of a sports talk show host is a is an athlete and can play at a professional level, possibly when he's done with college. Are you kidding me, Arnie Spence? Well, it's, it's just a federal league. It's you know, it's like slap shot. You know, they get drunk before the game. They go out there, they play, <laughs> and they make like two hundred hours a week or something. Yeah. Well, though, if that happened, maybe you never know, Arnie. You never. That'd be, yeah. that'd be strange. Things have happened, and uh, I remember there was a writer at the L.A. Times, a baseball writer whose kid made the major leagues. Uh, was it really? Yeah, his uh, David Newsom, I think uh, Ross, oh Newhan, Ross Newhan. He was a baseball writer at the Times years ago, and his kid like made the major league. And every sports writer was like orgasmic, you know. Every every geeky <laughs> sports writer was like, "See, see, we not only write about it, but our kids can make it. We can figure our we have genetics. Our kids can make it in baseball and all that stuff." Is pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I, I just realized, I just realized, Arnie, we have completely left. David Gascon out of this. Uh, it, it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Who? That's Who? what I'm saying. But he he's is probably he's, eating some kale. Yesterday was kale day or something. So he's probably eating some kale. Yeah. Well, he's a west of the 405 guy. You know Arnie from when you lived in the in the L.A. area. It's it's different west of the 405 versus east of the 405. <laughs> it's a different different animal. I'm just allowing, I'm allowing you guys to reminisce about the good old days when you guys actually got paid well you guys had christmas parties that were luxurious and yes uh, yes we got paid well we had freedom as arnie said right how great was it arnie when we would just bs and shoot the shit and do whatever we wanted pretty much and it was wonderful oh the parties were great too i think we had some awesome parties there was a lot of good stuff back then man yeah and you know i I really sometimes think that if i if i never left la i think i went to atlanta after la i wonder you know how long i would have ended up being in Los Angeles. I probably would have been an old man like Ben out there in L.A. <laughs> How dare you? Arnie, I, look, I, I used to, when I was a little kid, Arnie, I used to listen to you on the radio when I was a little kid. I wanted to be just like you, Arnie. So serious, I want to be just, we had one of your colleagues on, last week we had, uh, you worked in Chicago, you were one-on-one, right? You had Peter Brown was on your uh, your lineup, right? You guys yeah. worked, yeah, you worked the same. We had Peter on last week. He's out of the business. He made so much money, he's done. He's not doing anything. He's just kind of hanging out these days. He's a glass blower. I don't know if you know that. He does glass blowing out there. I haven't spoke to Peter in a long, long time. Wait, 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 wait. He, he said that. He said, that's not real, is he? He said that. I thought he was BSing. That's not real. No. No, that's really? real. That's, that's what he does now. He, he, he actually I guess, really good at it, so that's what he does. Oh, I thought he was kidding. I didn't. Re- <laughs> no. I oh, I thought he was pulling my chain. I thought ah, there's no way he's not doing that. That's crazy. No, he's, that, that's what he's doing now. Up in I, I think Chicago. But yeah, 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 he's I, in Chicago. I know there's a lot of guys we used to work with. There's not too many left around. Uh, 
that are, are still doing radio. It's kind of scary, Arnie, right? I mean, you think about all the people we worked with and some good people, some talented people, and like we're like the last of the Mohegans here. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. you're getting old, my friend. There's no doubt about that. There's, well, there's, I don't know, Arnie. I'm sneaking up on you. No, no. Well, my hair disappeared. But other than that, I feel young, Arnie. Other than my <laughs> other than my but you know, I just bought a bunch of hats, Arnie. That's all. And I'm gonna shave my yeah, I think, oh, I think yeah, I'm gonna too. I think I'm gonna buzz my what's your advice, Arnie? You lost your hair a few years ago. Like should I just buzz my hair and get rid of it? I and, like, lose my hair. I choose to wear it like this. So No, that's I a lie. This. That's a lie, Arnie. That's <laughs> a lie. So really what we're saying, Gascon, is you should learn how to blow glass is what we're saying. <laughs> Well, there's plenty of glass around here in Sherman Oaks, so uh, oh, different kind, though. Yeah. Arnie, I, you, you guys, well, you're synonymous <laughs> with sending us the great Christmas gift of all time. Like, we get some kind of janky gifts that I kind of pop out to Ben every year, but you send the maple syrup and the pancake mix from Vermont, and, well, I don't know if it's you or your wife. It's got to be his wife. Well, it's my wife. But, man... Yeah. I, I, you don't understand the joy and glee that you get from some of the colleagues here at Fox because, like, that is, that really is a Christmas gift beyond Christmas gifts, especially, especially during the the holiday season when we come in here and there's nobody around, and then all of a sudden it's just a box of goodies from Arnie and courtesy of her. Somebody took the bosses. I sent one to try to get. It. Just about everybody, uh, uh, you know, producers on, uh, not on air, but producers and and the bosses. Somebody took the bosses one and walked out with it. That's good. Because I, you know, <laughs> I, I wrote their names on each box, and somebody just said, "I'm taking this one and left with it." The boss never got one. It's uh, it's glorious, man. Hey, do you have? I mean, I'm kind of curious because you and Ben have bounced all over the place with stations and networks. Do you have any professional regrets? The only professional regrets um, I would have is not taking jobs or not being more serious um, when people called me. I I think when I first started out, I I went from the network to Phoenix. I got a call from Seattle um, that were really – I mean, the the job certainly could have been mine. And, and you know, it's funny, Ben um, uh, and David, the um, Jim Rome, the syndicated show that he does now, which was what out of Sherman Oaks, yeah, that came down between me, Jim, and I think Scott Farrell, and I knew nothing about syndication. I was working in Phoenix, and they had called me up. They said, "Yeah, I go, what's this all about?" They said, "You'll have to move back to L.A., Sherman Oaks." I go, "Well, we could just stop there. I go, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm, I like Phoenix. I'm crushing it here. So you know, I'm I'm not doing nothing. So um, you know, I, that that would have been a regret if I would have paid that more. And I think the biggest regret. I probably have, though I don't know how well I would have done this job. Um, do you remember Opie and Anthony? Yes, um, yes. In yes. New York, and they got in trouble for doing some sex bit where some listeners went to a church or something like that, and they got fired. And they were looking for a replacement, and once again, it came down between me and Scott Farrell um, as the last two, and they gave it to Scott, and I think they ended up getting rid of him after a year. That was like a really really tough job and we were supposed to go solo so um yeah. i mean those those are a few but for the most part i have no regrets man i you, you you take the jobs you want you pass on the ones you don't 
and you, you just keep looking ahead, and hopefully you did the right decision. Yeah, we we had Pharrell. He worked uh, at our place for a little bit in in LA. Yeah. He was uh, he was out there, and he, we also worked at Fox Sports Radio years ago. Uh, we we years it, you know I've talked to Scott about this when it's I mean there at least three four times jobs have come down just between Scott and I, and I got two of them, and he got two of them, and. Um, it's just weird because yeah. uh, you usually don't see something like that. No, and, no. and I'm not a guy. I mean, I would certainly look at a bunch of stuff, but I, I would turn down a lot of jobs too. Now, do you have a big agent, Arnie? Because I, I, I had an agent for like a year, and he it just didn't work. He didn't do anything. He was like, oh, you get the job, and then I'll, I'll negotiate yeah. the contract. I'm like, well, what's the point of that? I can do that. Right. I mean, I know how to negotiate no. a contract. Who, who cares? I, you know? I used to have an agent back in the day, but they always say you are your own best agent. Nobody's going to work as hard um, for you as you. So yeah. I, no, I, I, I used to have like some people in the industry, um, you know, that were former program directors. But other than that, I've, I haven't had an agent in about uh, twenty years or something like that. Yeah, and like I, people ask me, like young guys are like, "How do you get in the business?" You know, I was like, "You pretty much just have to stick around because like all the guys are that used to be our producers and our, in, you know, the guys behind the scenes, the board ops, they all became program directors and they all became, you know, they moved. The people that stayed in radio, they all moved up and they they have good jobs now and they're like oh. people we, people we know from years ago. I so. have producers who now run um, are the program directors or bosses in San Francisco, in Detroit, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, it's amazing. And, and now with podcasts like this, you if you're trying to start off in radio or anything, just start your own podcast and you know, you know get clicks and stuff like that. It's a lot easier to, to get into radio now than it was back then for us. Oh yeah, it was a nightmare to to get a radio show. Even like on a Saturday morning, it was you couldn't oh. do it. It's all about getting your reps, right? Or you got to get comfortable in front of a microphone and find your style. And you can do that on a podcast, which is obviously a lot different than a radio show because a radio show you get the clock and all that crap you got to deal with and a bunch of com- com- <laughs> bunch of commercials. You, know, you you look back at you look back at that. If we would have had podcasts to kind of get our feet wet, things would have been a lot different. You know, think about that first station in Los Angeles, KMPC. It was like who's who of famous people. People out there like Jim Lampley and stuff. They yeah, weren't looking at Ben Bowers and Arnie Spaniards of the world. Oh no, no! I, I when I got into it, I thought I was going to be like a minor league play-by-play guy. I interned at six ninety in San Diego. I had hacksaw <laughs> and, and and Rome was doing a local show, and they had you know a bunch of bunch of big name guys also that were doing shows there. And I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. And then I just kind of stuck around. And but you're right, seven ten. They had a huge budget, and it didn't work. They they didn't get the numbers, and so they, they eventually. Changed. They changed it around after after. A while. What's the most trouble you got in, Arnie? Like, what's the it's something you did on the air? What is the craziest bit that you did? That did you ever get in trouble with? Like, uh, you mentioned the Lakers, but like with a coach or a player that you were going after and they were they were upset with you. I I, I don't know if I got in a lot of trouble for this, but I think one of the biggest regrets I had um, when I was doing the show with Dave, your yeah. former partner, yeah, and we had Rudy Tomjanovich on, and things were going great. We were having a great talk and. For some reason, I, you know, I'm just such a smart ass. I said, well, Rudy, let it be one thing. Let it be known that you certainly can take a punch. <laughs> 
No, because of what happened in the yeah. For the, for those uh, killed for, him. For, for those and, under the age of like sixty, uh, one of the great moments. Uh, not one of the great moments at NBA, but one of the craziest. He got punched, Kermit Washington, right? Punched him, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punch and, and when I, I say and it when, almost and, killed and, him. Yeah, Arnie. And, when we when we say punch, not just like a small punch, like a no. direct hit type of punch. Yes. Right, right, and and I think he just said. Um, Okay, you guys have a good day, or something like that. He he didn't think it was funny. Put it that way. He, he wasn't laughing like I was laughing. Oh, that's 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 crazy. And who's who's the? <laughs> you, I just got you. You're like, oh my god, did you really say that? I'm not even laughing. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, that's. A, who's the worst program director you had, Arnie? You want like worst program director experience? You already talked about the golf balls in Chicago. I, we both have great stories about our program director we had in LA, who I love to death. But I was I love the guy in retrospect. But I mean, we've we've had some crazy things that have happened. I've had program directors who have given me terrible advice. What's the worst advice you got from a program director? The worst. Thing I, that, I had one in Phoenix. Had no business at a sports station. And he told me he wanted to get rid of me. And I was not, um, you know, I had no idea what the hell was going on with radio and how things were supposed to be handled. And I remember he goes, he goes, who did you have on today? I said, that was Paul Westfall. He goes, who's that? And I, I just almost started to cry. I go, who is this guy? And I go, you don't even know Westfall? He goes, well, I wouldn't worry about it if I were you, because I don't think you're going to be here much longer. We're going to get rid of you. I said, you're going to get rid of me, huh? I said, I'll tell you what. I picked up the phone right there in front of everybody. We were having a meeting. I, it was so friendly to say that in front of people was just too much. And I called the owner um, of, the, of, the, of the whole cluster. And I said, I'm right here in a meeting with so-and-so who said that you guys are getting rid of me. This is in front of him. And the guy tells me on the phone, he goes, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. He's the one we're getting rid of. And I just hung up the phone. Oh, wow. Well, That's great. Yeah. And they fired him a, a day later. So that was wow. I mean, that. That was yeah, that was one uncomfortable situation. But otherwise, I've for the most part kind of got along with my bosses. They would always pick on people like us because you can't pick on the athletes, you know, like the yeah, Carl yeah. Malones of the world that you used to work with. You you can't do that, so you have to pick on people like us. Oh yeah, we remember that station. They had Carl Malone, Terry Bradshaw did a show at the station. Yeah, yeah, there was like yeah. a different. There was a code. There was a pecking order, as there is in every business. But yeah, the regular radio working stiff like Arnie Spanier. And me, we would uh, we would take the brunt of the ratings. Like if the ratings were not good, or if you know oh. the program director was having a bad day, he would take it out on guys like us. But the star athlete, no, you're doing a great job. I remember yeah. they 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 had to go to, and I love Terry Bradshaw, but they had to go to his house sometimes because he forgot to do the show, and they had to find him to do the show, and they never really yelled at him for that. If imagine if we had done that, Arnie, ah, we're not going to show up one of these days. Do you remember when we were we were in Burbank, we were on the high run. I don't know, like four, 14, 15. And I was coming in to do the afternoon drive, and the guy that was on before me, I'm not going to say his name, I saw him in the hallway, and he was literally on before me. Yeah. And I go, hey. He goes, hey. And he just walks by, and I think, oh, he must be going to the bathroom. And I walk into the, to the, you know, to the offices. I walk by the, the studio. About two, three minutes later, I go, I hear, we're so-and-so. We're so-and-so. I go, I, I just saw him walk by me, got in an elevator. The guy went down to get a sandwich in the middle of the show, <laughs> and this is I'm like, who that? And they fired the producer 
and they had to tell the guy, no, you can't fire the producer because the host went down to get a sandwich. You can't do that. <laughs> I, I, who got a sandwich in the middle of the show? Well, Arnie, in fairness, that cafeteria did have good sandwiches in that bar. Oh, it was right, fantastic. It, it was, was right fantastic. near the uh, Warner Brothers, right across the street from yeah. Warner Brothers, and they had amazing. And did you ever go to Daltz in those days, Arnie? We, remember yeah, well, across, oh, you, oh, guys, my God. you guys were good, but you never invited me, so I, I would never Oh, know. Arnie, I, I li- my entire 20s, uh, late yeah. 20s, I spent at Adults, it was yeah. unbelievable. Everyone, I never went all, once. Never was invited. You never went. We had all like the, the, those nineties uh, sitcoms. Like uh, I'm trying to think. Like Seinfeld was on at that time. Cheers. Uh, not Cheers. I don't think Cheers was on. That was more of the eighties. But no, was, you I, guys would never. You'd always go. And I go. Hey, where the, you guys going? Going out for dinner? Beers? I like to go. And you went. No, no, we're just going home. Oh, it was cra- it was crazy. Like, was like an L.A. bar with all the you know, Burbank, but all these Hollywood people from those sitcoms. The Drew Carey show. They would come in there. That was a big Wait, show. No. At the time. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. How dare you? But you, you get know. to hang out with guys like Gascon, you know, the, you know, the, yeah. uh, the David Out Gascon. here in Vermont, I'm like one of the four famous guys out here. It's Ben and Jerry, me, and, and, uh, and Bernie Sanders. So that's pretty much the four famous people that live out here in Vermont. Is there a sign, Arnie, when you enter, uh, this is the home of Arnie Spanier, the stinking genius. Oh, Laker fans! Well, there would be, but we have a lot here. There's no billboards allowed in the state, so we... Keep oh. it clean out here, Ben. We don't allow that stuff. But isn't there like the taxes are good, right? Like I when I when I did stuff at EI, a lot of the people would live in they live in Vermont, New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah. That's right because it was cheaper and you didn't you didn't have to pay the taxes of Massachusetts. It's not so cheap up here in Vermont, especially in Burlington. It's not so cheap like you think it is. Uh, I, yeah. I live in a townhouse. I live in a condo. No, you don't. You live in a mansion. You live in a man. That is a lie. You have like an entire block of, of, of acres and acres of land, and you've got like maple trees and like the whole thing. You got the, <laughs> you got the whole thing going on. Don't lie to me. You're, you, you're the baller. You're the baller, Arnie Spanier. Come on. You know, they, I have a place. It's so funny, but everything is so big here. There's only my wife and I, because my son's in college, and our place is like 4,500 square feet. I go, who needs a place this big? I, 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 it's, it's ridiculous. It's like three <laughs> levels, and there's only two people in, in the house. Well, you, every night, Arnie, you can go to a different room. It's like you're in a. It's like you're staying at a hotel, right? You're like, hey, I mean, look at this room. Well, this is unbelievable. This is amazing here. Jeez, uh, it's not that big, big. I live. I live in an area where there's a lot of retired people, so I'm like the youngest on my block. People go to Vermont to retire. I thought you go to Florida or Arizona to retire. They go to well, Vermont. They, to... they come up here for the summers, and then they go down to South Carolina or Florida uh, for the winter. So they they do one of those yeah. things. Yeah. Well, you're like an old New Yorker. Right? Like, shouldn't you go to Florida? Like, shouldn't you have a place in Florida also? Yeah, I haven't left here, though. You know, I got my own studio up here. I haven't, you know, with the corona, I'm not traveling much. And it's a, yeah. it's pretty easy. I, I'm, I'm right across from New York, and it takes me about four hours or three, uh, three hours to get to Boston, four and a half to get to New York. I'm about an hour from Montreal. So I'm not that far from some major places. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Are you are you awake, Gascon? Are you awake over there? Did you fall asleep, <laughs> Gascon? Hey, it's uh, it's Friday night. I'm of course I'm awake. I'm just <laughs> I'm Friday just, night. I thought it was Friday morning. I didn't know what was going. Yeah, he doesn't have any idea. He's just ready to go party this weekend. That guy. Not with King Newsom here in this state. We don't do any of that, Arnie. I don't know what it's like out in Vermont. Oh, Arnie. Yeah. Mode. Yeah, it's brutal in California, man. You can't. You, they don't even want you to leave your house. Man. It's like a police state out here. It's nuts. Let me tell you something. We. I look at the numbers here for Vermont. Um, 
we usually get like two to five new infections a day. We had one that was in like 12, and people were freaking out, going, oh, my goodness, we're here it comes. We're, we're really going to be bombarded now. But we're usually single digits per day. Matter of fact, we only have had about 1,800 new infections since March, since it's all started. We're, we're like the last state. The state above us is triple the amount of us. So we're really having it. Knockwood, pretty decent out here. Well, I think it's probably because you guys took the appropriate steps like we're supposed to do now where you guys actually eat your food and then put your mask back on. Eat your food yeah. and put your mask back on. Like, I saw that. I mean, our feet, look, most people out here, we have a lot of outdoor seating. I'm sure you guys have that in California, too. So we do a lot of that, a lot of takeout. But it, uh, we don't have a lot of people, as you know, out here. I think it's like 500,000. In my, you know, in the whole Burlington, uh, pretty much less than a million in the whole damn state. Now, Arnie, when are you coming back to L.A.? To, I guess not after. I guess it's gonna have to wait till after COVID, right? You you came out here once to, in a while. Yeah. I wanted to come back to see my mom, who's in assisted living. Um, yeah. I couldn't do that in the summer. I was actually going to come back uh, a couple of weeks ago, but the assisted living is closed. I'm I'm just going to have to wait till probably after the the first of the year and let this thing you know hopefully die down a little bit and yeah. see how travel is i you know it's just, it's just so tough right now and then when you come back you got to quarantine yourself and it, it's just too tough right now so hopefully I'll, I'll be back in la soon but i you know hopefully it's probably going to take until after the first of the year you know what's crazy is I, I read a story that like you think flying is like unsafe right because of the air but they say that it's yeah. actually not because they actually the planes now for many years have taken outside air that's so it's not you're not actually breathing the same air over and over again and so that was actually inc- i haven't gone anywhere i haven't flown anywhere since this all started but i from what i read that you know who knows maybe it's bullcrap but they made it seem like it's not that risky as long as you i have know, like a fun. private airport for me here in burlington <laughs> you know that i live like two miles from the airport so if I'm leaving for a flight, I will leave no earlier than maybe 45 minutes before my flight. It takes me five minutes to get there. The TSA agent, the TSA agent, yeah. his name is Jarvis. He used to be my boss at the radio station here. So he's like, hey, Lord, I go, Jarvis, Lord, just come on through. And, you know, you just walk <laughs> on through. And I'm at the yeah. gate in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Of course, LAX here, as you know, Arnie, you got to get there three hours before the flight. And uh, (laughs) oh, my God, what a nightmare, man. What a bleeping nightmare that is. Uh. It is. Are you doing radio seven days a week now, Arnie? You're doing because you're yeah, working Fox. Doing, yeah, jeez. I'm not doing it. Nothing too extensive. I'm doing 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday here locally. Um, one of my uh, one of the local pumpkins here in town. And then um, the Saturday and Sunday uh, night in uh, at Fox. So I'm keeping myself busy, no doubt. Look at that. The grind. The Arnie Spanier grind. Making the big yeah, bucks Yeah, real here. grind. Real grind. You're the highest paid radio guy in Vermont. Is that true or false? <laughs> That's true. That's, <laughs> That's true. true. There you go. Look at you. <laughs> All right. Arnie, I love you, man. We go way back, me and you, man. You're the greatest, Arnie. I thank you for doing well, this. Well, thanks for finally asking me after three and a half years of doing your podcast about Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> I've asked every person, and, you know, every, every per- even people out of radio, but I, I do appreciate that. Gascon, you need to not talk as much next time. It's, you took up way too much time. Hey, listen, I. Uh, I give away for you guys concerning the fact that we have a lot of history together. So we're yeah. doing old guy radio, me and, and Arnie, man. Saying, we're talking man. about war stories, That's man. Back saying. in the good old days, right? Come on. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't right. know if they were good old days, but they were days. No, they, were, they were days. We, we love you, Arnie. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.
I love you guys. I'll speak to you later. See you, Aaron. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.